With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's that little gay talk show with Joel Tatum and Charlotte Shotguns. Houston's hot mess of a podcast. A funny but thoughtful look at the LGBTQIA plus community. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) For both of us in the room, girl, it's another episode of That Little Gay Talk Show and a very special episode. Uh, I'm here with Charlotte Shotgun. Hi, I finally made it. She's finally made it back into the studio for the last time. Yeah. For for I'll be back every now and then for a little pop in. He'll he'll pop in, check in, we'll do like a check in. Just to make sure you're alive. <laughs> Just make sure, you know, things are work. Yeah, exactly. Getting some underwear occasionally. I might have to model for you again sometime. Yeah. Sometime uh, again. But we're going to hit the gym the next time. It's up. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, my friend David has one of the pictures from the modeling thing. Because mm-hmm. I sent them a picture. Because, um, you, know, you know, I had to say this. This was the first time that I allowed... My body to be shown outdoors at a bar in daylight. In daylight, <laughs> and bitch boy undies, pink and the pink and gold ones it was pink with the little alligator skin, the little alligator, alligator design in the front, and mm-hmm. some, some lace too. Yeah, exactly. With my gangly arms and my big big belly, <laughs> and. I felt no shame whatsoever. I had such a good time. He was over there walking for like hours like, Joe, go put your clothes back on. (laughs) (laughs) I felt no shame whatsoever. I had such a good time. And you know, uh, I've always had body issues for a long time. I was either really skinny. Yeah. uh, I went through a short period of time where I was doing, uh, I was doing weights, but I wasn't really, I was getting firm and everything else, but I wasn't getting big. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get big. Uh, unless I unless I got off the weights and then started eating, and then I got big in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it was fun. That photo shoot was amazing. But David has every time I call him, that picture pops up, mm-hmm. and he showed me the picture, and I'm like, and he started laughing, and I'm like, girl, I had a good time on that. I don't care. I do not care. <laughs> I guess she thought I was going to be like, oh, girl, take that picture off. And I'm like, no, girl, show that picture with pride. Mm-hmm. With pride. Show that picture. You can show it to your friends. <laughs> Please show it to your Aunt Donnie. It's going to be your new growler mm-hmm. picture. <laughs> <laughs> it 
should be my, you know what I might I might use it as a growler picture but I'm gonna put it in the private <laughs> so that you know if they want to get to know they you know this is what you're getting okay I mean this looks good in a picture but this is what you're getting so you better be okay with that <laughs> no disappointments but most people and like I said because um, of my own perception of my body you know uh most some of the guys I've been with have said you have a pretty good you have a pretty good body. I don't understand why you're <clears throat> why you hate your body, but yeah, yeah. you have a pretty good body. And I'm like, okay, well, dad bods are in, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty okay with it. So, so yeah, I had a great time on that photo shoot, and it's not the first photo shoot I was. You know the uh, the House of Blues. I mean the House of uh, when y'all were doing the houses for Pride. The oh, photo yes, shoot. Yes, yes. We had the whole photo Violet shoot. Violet Blue was there. And I was geeking out. <laughs> because she's sitting there. And I kept looking at her. And no one introduced me. I literally, I was sitting there and I was just watching Charlotte and all the other queens. And I had come on the back end. Y'all had were pretty much finishing up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. just taking a few more pictures. So I'd come on the back end. And and there she is sitting there on the... on just like this chilling. Little, just sitting there just chilling. And... I kept looking at her and looking at her and looking at her. I'm like, that's flowers are blue. <laughs> I just remember like, last night, too. I'm like, oh, my God. But I wasn't 100% sure mm-hmm. until until you walked over and said, hey, you know, that's you. Hey, that's flowers are blue over there. This is that. And I'm like, I knew that was her. I knew that was her because she was just talking and she was just chill. She's so funny. Yeah, she is so funny. She's so funny in and out of drag. She is hilarious. Especially out of drag, and she was just talking, talking, talking to me, and I was like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm," because <laughs> I didn't know what else to say to her. Because I, I actually just wanted to run over there, give her a hug, take some some selfies, and do all of that. But that girl had been; she was tired, and she had a lot of stuff going on. So I yeah. understood, you know, I was just trying to keep my distance and just be in the background and everything else. Mm-hmm. But that was that was equal, and I got to see what it's like back. Behind the scenes, it's not my first time behind the scenes when it comes to drag, but uh, totally being a photo, sh- yeah, yeah, it was just totally different, and I, I really enjoyed the it. Chaos though, mm-hmm. <laughs> the it whole was thing was just chaotic. so much chaos. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was showing up, and then Kara mm-hmm. was like, "Y'all need to get here, or we have to pay for your own pictures." Mm-hmm. And then boom, out of nowhere, three people showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing how you. I mean, all these queens coming in eight. What? What? what it was y'all ran late. Y'all were only supposed to run until five. Something, yeah. From yeah, because like when I five. Got, yeah from two to five, when I got up there, I thought I was like super late, and y'all were already finished and everything no, else. We had to wait people until eight. And I walk up to the bartender, and he's like, "Oh no, girl, they're still upstairs doing pictures." I'm like, "It figures. Queens are never on time for yeah. nothing. I swear to God, <laughs> they are. They are ne- especially when it's something important, like a photo shoot or something like that. Still, never show up on time." Never, and I understand, especially if you live in Houston, and if you live, some of these queens live pretty far away. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand how y'all live so far outside of the loop. I mean, yeah, to me, the Galleria is like the suburbs. So it's like, you I know, past the Galleria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving to Montrose mm-hmm. soon, just because mm-hmm. it's easier. Mm-hmm. But when some of these queens talk about coming from Spring and oh yeah, and Katie and all this other stuff, I'm like. I know it might be a little cheaper out there, but what's to do in spring? Mm-hmm. Everything in spring is it's all family because I I know this because all all my family lives in spring. Yeah, 
they all live right down the street from each other. Literally right down the street from each other. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can walk to my brother's house and then walk down the street to my sister's house and then walk down the street to my stepmother's house, etc., etc., etc. I mean, they live like all around in the same neighborhood. I live in Manchester because I'm like, I can't have y'all knocking on my door all the time because these these are these this, these are the type of people I love them, but that's the type of people they are. They are just come here and knocking, knock just knock on the door anytime they want and want to be all up in your business. What you doing? Blah blah blah. What you doing at my house at nine o'clock in the morning? That's what I want. <laughs> what kind of business do you need to come over here for at nine o'clock in the morning? So I'm like, Mm-mm. we live in Montrose where it's like. If y'all want to come in, y'all come into town. Have a good time. Uh, and when they come into town, they do. They do all the stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like they're coming in from the country or something. <laughs> and they come in and do all the stuff and everything else. And then they go back home. And I'm like, that works. That's all the family I need for maybe a month or two. And then y'all can come back and visit again. <laughs> yeah. Just come every other month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, uh, this was the type of family that would call each other. They had the hotline. All the ladies had the hotline. And that was, okay, this is a new concept for you Gen Zers and Millennials. We had a landline. (laughs) That was was back in the days of the landline. And and three-way caller, let me tell you something. Mama would call her sister, put her on, then they would be on three-way. Sister would call other sister, other sister would put them on three-way. So it would be nine or ten of them on the phone. Having a a conference call, they invented conference calling, y'all. <laughs> they did. I mean, they. I mean, they are, and they and the gossip. Oh my god! I told my grandmother I was gay. Took five minutes for the whole entire family to find uh, out. She's like, "Oh, little did mm-hmm. you know you were on like the and I said, conference call." Yeah, I, on mute. And I said, "Can you please keep this a secret until I'm ready to tell my stepmother?" Five minutes later. <clears throat> She told literally every person in the family except my stepmother, which she was going to find out anyway because one of them was going to call her anyway. Just keep it a secret. Yeah, I'm like, my dear, come on now. I only told you I was. Well, I had to t- tell. Well, I had to tell Donna because Donna had been, already been asking questions, and then Donna had to tell Michelle because Michelle said she she kind of knew, but she did she didn't know, and he was going to come out sooner or later. So that I'm like, hmm. Okay, well, what's the point in telling her? I'm just y'all here to tell her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how this family is. They're very close knit, but they're all up in your business. Mm-hmm. All up in your bed. I don't like I said. I don't mean no harm. Everybody's family is the way that their family is, and this is how you put up with family when you are okay with your family. So, so that's my story. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, to be quite honest, um, for Charlotte's last show, I wanted to make sure that. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Joel the whole time on Charlotte's last show. I know it's all yeah, we're talking about Joel the entire only ten minutes. We're only ten, <laughs> only like about seven minutes of me, and then the rest is you. I just wanted to get my seven minutes in because the rest is gonna be about you, especially all the stuff. You know what? I want to hear all the stuff that happened at Pride. Oh God, we haven't even gotten into that. We haven't even. Oh my God, we haven't even. Let's start with Pride. Jeez, <clears throat> the whole thing was chaotic but mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. I think the first on Friday it was pretty just a regular night like regular bartending shift wasn't too crazy we mm-hmm. did have like a line but Saturday night I had a dude drag in the sorry mm-hmm. I had a dude drag in the morning 
and because I had to do drag later that day, mm-hmm. bartended in the morning, helped them set up. Then I did the show in like fucking a hundred degree weather, humid mm-hmm. as fuck. Three numbers, I was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then at night, I had like a little hour to rest, and then that night, that Saturday night, were you fucking busy? It was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I went in at like eight thirty, eight fifteen. Didn't stop until one fifty, one fifty five. Mm-hmm. It was just line after line after line, and then I like there's in pictures that they showed us of like the of the drome. Mm-hmm. You can see that my line and like the Travis, he works next, he worked next to me. Our line was like all the way to the fucking front. Mm-hmm. That was crazy, mm-hmm. nasty ass people, and then people were trying to cut. I'm like, y'all need to stop, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> like there is one. At one point, I had two lines, and I had like had them like y'all need to get together because. Mm-hmm. You guys are overwhelming me. And mm-hmm. then another line started forming over here next mm-hmm. to the register, and they're like banging. I was like, that's not a line, miss. Mm-hmm. This was yeah, this was outside, yeah, outside the bars outside that y'all had set up yeah. out across the street yeah. from the Eagle. So, and by the way, your first time in Houston for Pride. Yeah, that was my first time. Yeah. Uh, even though he came here during COVID when we had nothing going on, his first Pride in Houston, which we still didn't really have. Girl, I'm talking about when we had the parades and, and the and the festival. Girl, yeah. mm, girl, you would have been. It would have been far worse. Trust <laughs> me, it would have been far well, worse. Well, then we have another event in October. Mm-hmm, of know? course, is it October, November. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I really am because mm-hmm. it was fun. The money was really nice. Mm-hmm. So, I'm. You know what? I have to say that all the bar- the bartenders in uh, Houston, they're proud. Bravo to y'all because yeah. y'all. Girl, I think after about an hour or so, for me, about an hour or so of the heat, I would have just got, went, girl, bye. Uh-uh. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Because like, you had all the water you could drink. Mm-hmm. You had all the shots to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just people were, like, being super generous. Mm-hmm. There was a few times where people were like, can I get 12 lemon drops, mm-hmm. uh, 7 McUltras, mm-hmm. 5 Bud Lights, uh, 10 waters? Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, slow down. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, let me make the shots first and I'll get your beers. Did she walk up with a train? I mean, with the car? Uh, no, she came up with a whole fucking group of people. Oh, wow. That mm-hmm. was, did you get those large-ass orders? Like, 17, like, uh, lemon drops, like, fucking, mm-hmm. like, a whole 12 pack of beer, mm-hmm. a whole case of water, mm-hmm. a whole bottle of vodka. <laughs> Just so y'all know, um, Julio's in the background. Julio's in the background. Uh, he's doing some work in the background for uh, the next episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna be my new co-host when we start season three. Mm-hmm. So, we're gonna get into that later. Right now, it's all about Charlotte. But, um, it was, yeah. it was super fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole event was super fun. I was happy. I haven't worked like that since, I want to say, Florida. Because mm-hmm. I worked a little bit of working in Albuquerque, but that was never, like, a mm-hmm. big thing. Because Albuquerque's small, and there's only, like, maybe, like, 200 gay people there. Mm-hmm. And then whatever comes in every now and then. Mm-hmm. That sounds like uh, when I did when I went to Pride in uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, my God. That was interesting. The cute little... Yeah. We, we were... Uh, I'm not going to make this about me. Don't worry. <laughs> we were, uh, we were like in the dead center of Alaska and I was working for a cruise line and we drove into town. We got a whole, we got this terrible motel room. Oh geez. Terrible. I wanted to stay downtown cause look, we were making good money. Mm-hmm. I wanted to stay downtown and they were like, no, it would be cheaper. We need to save our coins. 
let's just stay at a little motel on the outskirts. And I'm like, okay, girl, you can hear gunshots. For three oh, days, not gunshots. We were outside. the The hotel manager <clears throat> uh, stalked me the entire three days. I was there. He would not leave me alone, girl. He would not leave me alone. Was he trying to get with you? Or he was, he was trying to get with me, girl. And I'm like, oh. uh, I, I'm sorry, and I don't mean no harm. I, now I'm at that age, but I was like, come on, Grandpa, no, <clears throat> no, ah. no, I'm not moving to Alaska. I'm not coming to live in the woods with you. Not the woods. No, uh, uh-uh. not the gunshot infested woods. But and it was six of us in a in a what in one hotel room, and girl. No, you don't stick six people at one hotel in one motel. I said hotel, sorry. It's a motel. motel room on the outskirts of town. You know, the funny thing was is that you had a, uh, they have a lot of small airports. Yeah. With yeah. like single engine planes and all this other stuff. So we were right next to a little, that was the cute, that was cute. We had a cute little, 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 little scene in the back with the airplanes and all this other stuff. But for the most part, girl, it was it was a harrowing experience. But the parade was amazing mm-hmm. for Anchorage. So yeah, so I think it was only 150 people. Yeah, and they had like two and a, two and a half gay bars, and I say two and a half because <clears throat> the half gay bar was what, I don't even one gay night show. Mm-hmm. Like the the one of the bars with the one gay night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and because the women outnumber the men in Alaska, a lot of lesbians. Lot of I can imagine a lot of lesbians, but you know the women in Alaska are kind of hardy too. So I couldn't tell <laughs> who was a lesbian and who was a heterosexual woman in Alaska because they they kind of hardy mm-hmm. <laughs> and flannel shirts and muscles and everything else. And Jeez. even the heterosexual women are walking out with their husbands. And I'm like, oh, um, is that a gay couple, what gay, is that? gay couple. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all best friends? What's going on? <laughs> That's your husband. Okay. So that was like the pride of a Nova there. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, so. This one was big, though. I went to... Ripcord had a really nice setup. They had like that giant... Um, mm-hmm. The... What is it called? The Red Bull. Yeah. And that was really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Easton had all that stuff set up. When I went over there to... Uh, was he inside of a car? Wasn't he? Yeah, I saw him. I think he was in. Well, we went on a Friday night, and that's uh-huh. when they had just set everything up. We went on a. I think we went on a walk on Sunday, mm-hmm. Sunday or Saturday, and we saw him. Mm-hmm. And they had a little pup show, or it's, oh it, yeah, 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 they had a little pup show going on. You know, it's it's a hundred degrees outside, and these bitches walking around in latex. I'm like <laughs> neoprene, la- neoprene, and latex, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, all I can think of is, girl, I'm hot just looking at you. It is hot out here. <laughs> I tried wearing like nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just wearing like crop tops, tank mm-hmm. tops, my shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is all you're getting. Yeah, it's exactly. fucking hot out here. <laughs> but they were outside just doing their thing. And I'm like, okay, Miss Neoprene and Miss yeah. Latex. Um, and hopefully Miss Talcum Powder. Because that's... Yeah, uh-uh. uh, talcum Powder. Yeah, Because ex- that's how you're going to get it on and off. Cause I know it's gonna be some rashes, girl. If I wore all that stuff, girl, I'd have a, I'd just have rashes everywhere. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'd have heat rash everywhere, girl. No, I'd be itchy and all kinds of stuff. So no, but it was it was it was cute. It was a different culture, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> I think Ripcord really emphasizes this is not a family friendly event. Mm, oh, they really do emphasize this is not a family friendly event. <laughs> Although. um I think a lot. Did did anybody see any kids out there? No, I didn't, I didn't see any kids. No. Oh, thank God. Oh, I, you know, I did see. Mm-hmm. When I was performing, they were walking by. Mm-hmm. 
But like my whole mix had like like bitch fuck <laughs> like suck a dick. <laughs> and then you can see the parents walking away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean I didn't see because usually at Pride you see a lot of now that's at the festival and yeah I think it's at the there parade was no festival and there's since no there parade. was no festival and parade and look if I'm a gay man with kids I'm not bringing them out to, I'm not bringing them out to the bars because yeah. I know it's gonna be all kinds of debauchery and all kinds of stuff buffoonery buffoonery and booties and dicks out yeah booties and dicks especially booties and dicks that are near alcohol <laughs> no 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 the no, chaos. no yes the chaos now although did somebody have a bouncy house I thought I saw a bouncy house at one of the no <clears throat> I think Ripcord's thing looked like a bouncy mm-hmm. house like their tent because mm-hmm. it was it literally looked like a bouncy house mm-hmm. like a castle because mm-hmm. it was just a giant like Mm-hmm. Giant thing. Because <laughs> when I worked, uh, when I did the show with Wendy Taylor at Buddy's, I only took a peek outside on their back. On their, uh, I saw the dunk tank at Buddy's on yeah, the back, yeah, yeah. in the back, and I think that's where I thought I saw. I know, um, I saw their, with Julio, I know. In Julio in the dress, y'all, y'all, y'all need to go. Julio came out to me, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Hey, you're not gonna say mm-hmm. hi." I was like, "Oh, I didn't even mm-hmm. recognize you." She <laughs> walked up to us, and I'm like, "Girl, you look good." But that purse, oh, where'd you get that purse, bitch? <laughs> that purse did not go with what she was wearing. <laughs> she was wearing like a sundress, a sun hat, mm-hmm. some heels. <laughs> no, they weren't heels. What do you call those things? Wedges. 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 She wedges. was wearing wedges. And girl, they were cute. They were they cute. Were cute. was cute. She looked like mm-hmm. she was ready for brunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, one of my friends, I forgot, I forgot to tell you, he wants to know where you got those wedges, girl. The Salvation Army. Because he's like, girl, because uh, he invited me to his pride in Arkansas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But I think they're going to be having it in October, too. So I'm like, wait, girl, um, please don't invite me because I might have I might be working pride in October here. Mm-hmm. So I think, that, but there's a set. They, they have theirs October 19th. And he said they have that. That's when they have it every year. Uh, but we, I don't even, does anybody even know? No, they haven't released it. They haven't yet. released the date the yet. The beginning of October or the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. They haven't set out on a date yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're supposed to set out a date. I think July like, 25th. Oh, yeah. I think they're having their, that's when they're officially going to put a date. I was like, hopefully they have it. Like, can you imagine if they have like a parade, a, a Halloween pride event? That would, oh, girl, we were talking about that too. And I'm like, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm all ready for it. Because I'm going to be a spooky bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Um, somebody get out a calendar. I would like to see we, if they do it in November 
or if they do it in October, it would have to be on a weekend. So I wonder what, when Halloween, mm, what day Halloween yeah. would be on. Uh, uh, Halloween is on a Sunday. Oh, ooh, why not? Ooh, why not do a? Ooh, why not That'd do Pride? Can you imagine a Halloween parade? Then if it's like successful, they'll probably do it every year. Bitch, can you Bitch. imagine? You know what's going to happen is is that Houstonians are going to so like the weather at that time that they're going to be like, we're not doing this in June. Well, they're going to eventually have two. We're going to have two prides. Can you yes, imagine? Yes, exactly. Houston pride mm-hmm. and Stonewall pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, we're not, uh-uh. We don't want to go back to, we don't want to go back to June. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be throwing bricks. Mm-hmm. Throw candies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Uh, not last year. Uh, the year before. That Pride, I, I've been to the downtown Pride since they moved it 2015, which iconically, and I say iconically, was the same year that gay marriage uh, became legal. Oh, wow. I mean, really, like three days later, three days beforehand, before we had our our uh, festival, they had just legalized gay marriage. Oh wow! So it was an even huger celebration that year because everybody was everybody was just over the moon about it. And with my friends, uh, us being older, we had this conversation. I remember having this conversation. I think in maybe two thousand. And one of my friends said, "We will probably never see gay marriage in our lifetime." I'm like. No, crazy? I it's think small No, thing. I think yeah. I think we will. It's just a small thing mm-hmm. that they don't fucking pass. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think we will. I think it'll happen. Yeah. And sure enough, we had to go through the Supreme Court to do it, which was, by the way, that was a brilliant strategy because we've been trying through the years to go through the Senate, could never get anything done in the Senate, and I was not 100 percent sure how I felt about them using going through the Supreme Court to do it. Mm-hmm. Because at any time they could overturn it. And that was my biggest, that's still my biggest problem with going through the Supreme Court is because any time they wanted to, they could overturn it or they could uh, strip it down like they do abortion laws and all this other stuff. So that's still my slight worry when it comes to gay marriage. I really wish it had gotten. I think it's just so crazy people don't mind their business that we Mm -hmm. can get gay marriage and there's so many like Mm -hmm. things for women that they can't get like. Abortion, so they can't get like mm-hmm. what's called like uh whatever mm-hmm. birth control. Mm-hmm. And I think we we so live like, in a- y'all need to mind your own business. We're not in the 1920s. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is ironic because in uh, in the late 20th century, it was all about mind your own business. Now everybody's in the like, 21st century. Everybody's all up in your business. Bitch, in 20 seconds, we get out of my business. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's the only thing I would return to to the old days. Would you please mind your own business? A period. What I do, who I do, and what I want to be is not, has no concern. Like, y'all need to get out. Like, y'all too much in my business. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> it, it really, it really bugs me because I don't really understand why people. So, so need to figure out who, when you, who you are, to put a label on you, who you as who you are, to make yeah. it simple for them. You worry about you. Why don't you worry about you, your family, your kids, all that other stuff? Worry about you. Literally, I don't really concern myself with how you rate. When I, you know why? When I see people with their kids and I hear other people around me go, mm, 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 that's not how you're supposed to raise a child. I'm like, first of all, that's their child. Won't y'all stay out of their business? They don't have nothing to do with you. If that's how they want to raise... If they want to mess their child up... By the way, they're going to mess them up. 
period. And every parent, I'm sorry to say this, you're going to mess your child up in some way. Yeah. It's like no perfect child exists. Mm-hmm. And we are now living in a world where we're all trying to figure out our own traumas. Period. Which, by the way, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because now we're talking about mental health more than we've yeah, ever. Yeah. There's so many ads on podcasts. Mm-hmm. What is that thing called? Like, um, oh shit, I remember. It's always mm-hmm. on every podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like a mental health that you can use from home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now online you can, I mean, when you look at your Facebook pages, when you go oh, online, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do sessions, sessions from home. You can do, uh, you can Zoom. Yeah, has, Zoom, Zoom has, calls. Zoom, Zoom, really Zoom 2020 has made video conferencing, you know, we've had video conferencing for like the last 15 years, but we never really used it. Yeah. And during COVID, video conferencing became the thing. Now, you can't, now you, everybody uses it. Yeah, well, sure yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Zoom. There's so many different yeah, avenues. Google or mm-hmm. some places have their own thing. Girl, I've had FaceTime on my phone for God knows how long. Do you know that since COVID, all I do is use FaceTime That's when I true. call my friends and all this other stuff because now I want to see their faces. Yeah, it's, when, been, a, it's mm-hmm. been a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. So Zooming, call, Zooming, and all this other stuff, y'all. We y'all we met during COVID. You and I met during COVID. Mm-hmm. Good lord. He's a growler shout out. Mm-hmm. Like, I need if anyone wants to tell me their story on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this seems interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I had literally just moved here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why not? Bitch, I already been here for a year. <laughs> I've been in Houston for a year now. You have yes. done so much. You have done so much in that year and uh your bitch boy undies is taking off. Mm-hmm. Your drag queen, uh, your drag career, it's had its up and down. Yeah, I think right now it's just like slowly, steady. Mm-hmm. Getting, it's just I'm just coasting with my drag right now. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. see. But your drag, <laughs> but your drag aesthetic is has really picked up. Uh, mm-hmm. You've, uh, I'm really seeing you more behind the sewing machine, coming up with some of the most creative outfits. Yeah, yeah, very creative outfits when you do do drag, and. I made this, like, uh, mm-hmm. Victorian-era vampire witch dress. Mm-hmm. I don't know where yesterday, but I haven't had the... Mm-hmm. I decided to change my number because I wanted more upbeat numbers. Mm-hmm. But it's really cute. I made, like, these giant poofy sleeves. Mm-hmm. And then I made, like, um... It's, uh, I bought all the fabric at Goodwill. Like, mm-hmm. there were giant curtains. Mm-hmm. It's all velvet. It's all really beautiful. Big poofy sleeves. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, um, are you still doing your... Y'all can still check him out on TikTok. On TikTok, yeah, I have does anything, but yeah, I, I have. Mm-hmm. I'm eventually going to get back to it, but I've just been. Uh, I think this past month of June, probably yeah. made easily mm-hmm. over 150 jock straps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. I made like 30 something for the Eagle Shop. I made. I had like a shitload of commissions. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. This whole month was like crazy busy. Mm-hmm. I had two weeks in the month of June where I could not touch my room because I was so busy. Mm-hmm. Now I'd sleep like two hour, three hours a, a day, then mm-hmm. go back at it. Mm-hmm. But I, I took some time. I'm like after the after I took a week after Pride, and then I cleaned my whole house. Mm-hmm. And then um, going into that, uh, do mm-hmm. I have time to tell the acid story? Should I wait? Do you let's, want to take a little bit, bit of a break? Yeah, we can for, take a little break, and then we can start yeah, off with the acid. And then we can start off with the acid story, but yeah. uh, I, it's this this episode is a little intimate episode between me and Charlotte, because, uh, you know, we, <clears throat> like I said, uh, she's she's not going to be doing the show as often. She's going to be out doing her stuff. She'll still pop in every now and then, mm-hmm. but you know what? Um, 
I, I'm still gonna miss you, girl. Miss I, you too. I'm still gonna miss you, girl. But I'm, you know what? You you work at the Eagle. I, I'm just gonna pop up I'm there, have a cup. There. <laughs> I know you're literally always there. So I can just pop up there and say hello, have a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, flirt with the bartenders, especially the tall one with the wavy hair. Oh my god, he is so cute, girl. The tall one with the wavy. Uh, is it Josh Kelly. I think it was. I think it's Josh Kelly. Like he's like white. Yeah, yeah. So he's super white. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no harm, Josh. But yeah, he is. I mean, he is. He's just. He's clean cut white. You know, yeah, he you know, is. He looks mm, like uh, Superman or something. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's. It's like. It looks like he looks like he has no scarring in his. <laughs> he looks like he takes. Uh, mm-hmm. He goes to therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I felt. I. I felt bad because we're riffing on Josh. Right no, now. <laughs> Josh. Yeah, Josh can take it. I hope he can take it. (laughs) I haven't had a man that tall in my bed with his Mm -hmm. legs up in the air in quite some time. Uh. That's a challenge, by the way. That's a challenge because that's a lot of legs to hold on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. I'm six foot, and for me, that's you know, I'm 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 pretty tall. Yeah, but you know, when you have a man that's six foot, the last man I had was six foot eight, and he was a bottom. And girl, it was the most awkward. <laughs> it it was fun, but it was so awkward. Six eight, holy shit! He, he was six eight. First Dude, of all, he's shit, hanging off the door. He's hanging off my queen size bed. His legs and legs and feet are hanging off my queen size bed. I'm like, <laughs> his legs are like. I'm like looking at him while he's asleep. I'm like, look all that. That is a lot of legs. <laughs> like the whole Slender Man. Is I know. I'm like, and yes, he was skinny. He was he was skinny, and. Well, we're gonna talk about that part uh, on the acid trip episode. <laughs> All right. well, acid trip part of this show in just a second. Let's take a quick break. Alrighty. All right, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Hello. Hello. Let's get into your acid story. Oh, geez. So, um, was it Sunday night? We went out drinking with my friends, and then they all came over. Mm-hmm. Then I remember they gave me like a little tab, a little paper tab, mm-hmm. and I took it. Then literally 10 minutes later, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning, still a little like, it just felt like you're weed on high, like uh, high on weed. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, do you want to do more? And I was like, mm-hmm. why not? Let's do it. I don't go for, I don't work today. My mm-hmm. roommate's out of town. So they cut up a little piece and I took it. Then my friend, it was two of my friends. And then one of my friends like, Hey, I have to leave. I have to go like trade, turn in my, uh, my rental car rental. Mm-hmm. So then I had like this whole idea that I wanted to make this whole costume today. I wanted to just spend the day sewing. Mm-hmm. So my friend and I went to the fabric store and it was closed and I was like, shit. So then I'm like, let's just go to Hobby Lobby and then go to Goodwill to see if we can find some creepy fabric. Mm-hmm. We were in Hobby Lobby and it hit there. Well, we went to get Starbucks <laughs> and I didn't know this. I had no, I've never done LSD, mm-hmm. like acid, anything like that before. So it's an upper. Mm-hmm. So when you take caffeine, it makes you more like... Chaotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm over here drinking my coffee, and I'm like, "Oh, why does this like feel so? Why do I feel like mm-hmm. like I'm fucking high as shit?" Mm-hmm. So we're just chilling inside Hobby Lobby, and then I start noticing that I'm high because just like I just felt so euphoric, like so happy, mm-hmm. like everything was so pretty, everyone was being really nice, mm-hmm. and um, you know how in Hobby Lobby they have like random little like stands of shit. Mm-hmm. So they had one that was like all these little hidden pockets 
you open it it's like one of the ballerina things you open it mm-hmm. and there's like a little space to put like jewelry or like pills or something in there mm-hmm. so I opened each one <laughs> and then I closed them <laughs> and then uh, the next little stand was like those like uh, sand uh, what are the cl- the glass sour sand things mm-hmm. so I literally me and my friends start flipping all of them and then we're like let's get the fuck out of here before they run out mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so then, we bought. I bought some fabric there. Then I went to Goodwill, and then we just start like looking at all these fucking creepy ass shit. Like, mm. then we start listening to other people's conversations, and we're like, "Oh, why is he so mad? It's eleven in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> mm. We were just kept on laughing the whole time, mm. and then um, we were waiting in line, and it took for it felt like it took forever because mm-hmm. you're so antsy and so like ready to do things. Mm-hmm. We were fucking in line for 10 minutes, and it felt like an hour. Mm-hmm. Then um, we're waiting in line, then I see this fucking horse, mm-hmm. like, that's on a stick. But mm-hmm. instead of the horse head, it's a fucking elephant. Mm-hmm. So, like, I started looking at it, and I started touching it, like, this is so cute. Like, I want it. <laughs> so we ended up buying that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was fucking chaotic. And then my friend's like, I have to go to the Galleria Mall. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, ooh. Like, okay, let's go. <laughs> we're in the Galleria Mall. We're fucking tripping. We just feel high. Mm-hmm. Everything is, like... Also, when you're on acid, you sweat a lot. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. And then if you don't drink enough water, you can get dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So I'm over here. We're in the mall. Like, we have my AC that's super cold and it's humid and it's about to rain. Mm-hmm. We go inside the mall. Then we're both, like, fucking dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, like, both sweating. And then we go to um, mm-hmm. we go to Morphe, which is, like, a makeup store. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of makeup stores, they have pictures, like, posters like this mm-hmm. with, like, people's faces showing off the makeup, the lipstick, etc. So I went in there and I was like, hey, I want to get my color matched for foundation because I never have time to go to the mall. Mm-hmm. So we go in there and this lady's like doing my makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I look in the mirror. Then behind me in the mirror is like a picture of a lady smiling. Mm-hmm. So I'm like looking at myself in the mirror tripping. Out. You're not supposed to look at yourself in the mirror when you're tripping. Mm-hmm. So I just like, I'm just like in this whole like moment. Mm-hmm. My friend's like, hey. Like, <laughs> and the lady's like, Tell, which one do you like more? I'm like, this one, because she did two different colors. Mm-hmm. Then I'm talking to her, then I fucking fully jumped. And I'm like, oh my god. And she's like, what? I'm like, that fucking poster behind me scared the shit out of me. Because <laughs> it was just a lady creeping, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're like walking around the makeup store, then the um, manager comes up to us, and he's like, hey, are you guys okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we're just, you know, we don't really go out this early in the mm-hmm. daytime, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we cashed out. Mm-hmm. I got some makeup, some lipsticks. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, where the fuck did we go? We went to H&M. And you know, the H&M in the, the mall is like two stories. Yeah. So we went through the woman's side. Mm-hmm. And then we went downstairs. And then we went back upstairs. And they were like, oh shit, we didn't look at the hat. So we went back downstairs. Mm-hmm. And the whole time we're like grabbing the rail because the... The how the stairs are there, they're all clear. Mm-hmm. And then I was like going down there. And also, when you're on acid, I've never, I didn't know this is like your joints hurt. Mm-hmm. Like your, like your joints for your legs and your feet, they feel weird. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. So I'm like walking down the stairs. And I'm like, oh, my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and just everything, everything felt so mm-hmm. weird. We got some smoothies. I was scared to eat food because mm-hmm. like, um, I started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, all the chemicals they put inside food, mm-hmm. it's going to fuck me up more. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to eat, like, fruits, smoothies, like, fresh stuff. Like, your mind is somewhere else. And then uh, we're walking around the mall, and we're like, where the fuck are we going? So we're like, we found this, like, little corner. 
of like these little baby mannequins that are like literally this big mm-hmm. and i was like why is there clothes on them why is there baby mannequins like it was so fucking creepy mm-hmm. so then we're in the elevator we thought the elevator was gonna get stuck <laughs> <laughs> so then we get our stuff we do a whatever then we go back to my house and then it's like monsooning outside mm-hmm. We go back to my house. It was fucking crazy driving. I didn't drive. My friend drove Mm -hmm. while you're, like, tripping. And then... Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. we got some waters from the gas station. We went back to my house, and I started creating this, like, outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, I've used my machine probably hundreds of times. Thousands, probably. Mm -hmm. And I started sewing, and I got so scared of my sewing machine mm. because, like, it cuts and it sews. And then I got really close to it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, because it's, like, super scary. And then I'm like, I can imagine people that don't know how to sew. Then they see this machine with a sharp-ass blade cutting and mm. sewing. How they would get scared. So then um, I just took a break from sewing. I'm mm. like to my friend, like, hey, we, like, I need to find a way to, like, chill. Because I'm, like, so scared of my sewing machine. I feel like this bitch is going to bite me. So then we literally go to my room for four hours. We were on TikTok. <laughs> yes, four hours. Mm-hmm. We were just on TikTok watching videos. And then at one point, I don't know if we were still tripping. Our TikToks kept on being the same. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Our friend came over later. We ordered some pizza. Then we went to the this place called the Everglades in the Memorial Park, mm-hmm. which is like this giant lake. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God. So, when you're on there, when you're, like, literally, I feel like for me, when I was on acid, I felt like everything was a message. Mm-hmm. So, I was walking to the Everglades, and out of nowhere, this, like, little miniature schnauzer, like, literally runs into my leg, mm-hmm. and then runs away into the woods. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, what the fuck? So, I started getting paranoid. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, a bad, like, omen. Mm-hmm. It's telling me to leave. So we get to the park and I start getting anxious and everyone's like, what are you, what's wrong with you? Then I was like, we gotta leave. Mm-hmm. That fucking dog hit me and I'm scared that something's gonna happen. <laughs> so I ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. Then that's when we started, like, coming down from it. We weren't high as much. We went to my friend's car. I had to go to Eagle to pick up my check. Mm-hmm. And then we went um, to Smoothie King. Got a smoothie. I ordered a small this mm-hmm. bitch gave me, like, an extra large. Mm-hmm. Like, literally a giant cup. Literally took, it took two days for me to drink that shit, but... It took two days to drink a smoothie. <laughs> yeah, it was this big. Mm-hmm. It was, like, literally, like, 40 ounces. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's yeah, a lot of smoothie. They, yeah, I didn't even know they made it that size. Do they make... Oh, wow. Do they, why would you make a smoothie that size? I don't know. Who needs a smoothie in I a ordered, 40 ounce cup? I ordered oh. a, a small. Mm-hmm. I ordered, mm-hmm. like, what is it, a 16 ounce or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. This bitch gave me a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, uh, because Julio raised his hand when I said the 40 <laughs> ounce. Um, is that after you go to the gym? That's why you need a 40? Or after there's days I wake up and I don't want to eat, like, a meal. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The one that I you know what? Like, yeah, that I makes sense. It fills you up mm-hmm. for, like, a while. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, true. that's what I do with my, um, that's what I do with my protein shakes. Sometimes I'll yeah, just have a yeah. protein shake in the morning and I'm full until at least yeah, four or five in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I will say that, like, doing <clears throat> that thing really, like, opened up my eyes and, like, mm-hmm. told me, I was like, yo, I'm too connected to my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, too connected to work. Mm-hmm. And, like, I took, like, the whole day off, um, was it yesterday, to relax. Mm-hmm. And then it was just cool. It mm-hmm. was just a mind. You look at things so differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so, you're, like, 
Like it just It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Feels euphoric. You're mm-hmm. just like on a cloud, you're vibing, everything's mm-hmm. cool. And the way that I looked at it was like, if I had one negative thought, I was like, let her, I'm like, I'm gonna let her go mm-hmm. because then I'm gonna be around the whole like negative thought about it. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. It was a different experience. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of ideas. I should have wrote them down a bunch of ideas mm-hmm. where like my mind was just like, mm-hmm. like just spewing out things. Mm-hmm. I would I had an idea of making fanny packs for big boys now because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's such a thing that's not there. Fanny packs are back in. Yeah. Why are fanny packs back in? I hate. I I just think fanny packs are ugly. They're cute. They're whatever. I just think they're so ugly. We okay. First of all, and there's some cute fanny packs. <laughs> first of all, uh, I feel like we need to summarize your LSD acid trip with a few things that you do not do because I a, a few things that you do not do while you're on. On acid. Well, for me, mm-hmm. um, I think it's because my trip started kicking in mm-hmm. was being in big public spaces mm-hmm. like the mall because we just fully like went around the mall. Then mm-hmm. we're like, "Where the fuck are we going? Why are we here?" Mm-hmm. And then we literally were just sitting there at the benches. They're like, "Why did we come here?" Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, we came here to um, Hot Topic to get a septum ring for my friend." Mm-hmm. And then we literally were there for 10 minutes trying to figure out why we came here. Because mm-hmm. then I got distracted. Bitch, I saw those people ice skating. And I was, like, cheering them from the third floor. I was like, yes! <laughs> like, you better troll, bitch! <laughs> <clears throat> so, a couple of things. We need to make sure we drink plenty of water. Oh, That's plenty what of I, water. Plenty yeah, of I'm, water. I see. I'm picking up on the things that... You know, if people are listening and want to try LSD for the first time, there's a couple of things that you want to do. Um, you could probably take Tom's mm-hmm. beforehand because it's literally acid. Mm-hmm. What you're put- I didn't know this. It's, that's why it's mm-hmm. called acid because it's like an acid. Mm-hmm. So when it gets in your stomach, my stomach was hurting like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat, so mm-hmm. make sure to at least like drink something or... That's why I drink the smoothies because I ate something and it felt so weird. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, pooping felt so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like you know, you you know things that you don't think about that mm-hmm. you do every day. Mm-hmm. Then I was like over there pooping and I was like, what is this? Things that you become conscious. Of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like around. And then I started cleaning like crazy. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, because I was looking at things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So then I organized my sewing room to make it look nicer. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because um, mind altering. Now, this is, I mean, this is me reading stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a big reader. Yeah. Uh, mind altering drugs like that really, uh, supposedly, really do open your mind up and really allow you to focus on things that you realize aren't super important, that you've made important, and you're like, Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Like a, it was a nice reset. Mm-hmm. I wanted, honestly, my friend told me about it. Then he's like, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to do it on Sunday. Then I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Then I was just like, I need something to reset myself mm-hmm. because I've been like just being a downward spiral mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. Just like in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then it's just nice to like actually like looking at things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was cool. It was nice. I'm ready to do more things now. I'm ready to like relax. Mm-hmm. All of the, you know what? You know what? The only thing that that pisses me off about uh, 
and yes, there is one thing about this that pisses me off. Girl, I've been telling you for months you need to you need to calm down, you need to relax, mm-hmm. you need to take some time for you, girl. But you always running around trying to do you trying to do too much. Too much. <laughs> you were trying to make sure you were here for the show. You were trying to do all the stuff you needed to do for yeah. Bitch Boy. You were trying to do Girl, at one point you were doing costumes for the drag queens. You were uh, trying to do your own show. You were doing uh, uh, orders for Bitch Boy. You were running, rushing here to do a show and then rushing out to go do some other stuff. Girl, you were all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad that LSD kind of like opened your mind to the fact that, girl, take care of yourself. Yeah. Make sure you take That's care of yourself. That's what it was. It was just like, chill, bitch. Make, take care of yourself. Because you know what? I've been talking to a lot of 20-year-olds. With high blood pressure, with bad knees and ankles and backs and all this stuff. I'm like, y'all, wait a minute, y'all too young to have all this stress. Too young. I mean, when I'm talking to, when I talk about the fact that my blood pressure is high, I'm over 50. That's pretty, that's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. For most, especially African American men over uh, over 40, 50. Yeah, yeah, blood, yeah. We usually have blood pressure issues. So that's not unusual. But when you talk to like somebody 25, 30, whose blood pressure is worse than yours mm-hmm. or who has heart conditions and all this stuff, I'm like, ooh, y'all, millennials and Gen Zers, y'all, y'all got too much stress going on. Slow down. Mm-hmm. Remember self-care, y'all. Y'all been preaching self-care, but y'all don't practice it. <laughs> y'all not practicing self-care. Y'all need to self-care, girls. Make sure you self-care. Yeah. And I'm glad that LSD did help you understand that. <sighs> Literally, it was. I like need that. to take a the breath. Whole day I just relaxed. Even mm-hmm. when I tried working, I just got anxious. I was like, "Put this away." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm ready to go down acid acid road because for me, because I'm so inside of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, am too. I think it would be such a horrifying experience because I have had friends who did it and they had like like you had the most euphoric wonderful experience oh, on the planet so good. and then other people who said it was a nightmare <clears throat> it was, I think it's just cause they mm-hmm. they typically don't really get high it just mm-hmm. honestly just felt like you're like the high you have when you smoke weed but it was just mm-hmm. clean mm-hmm. cause I was just like my head was mm-hmm. like I was just chilling everything was so funny mm-hmm. was so funny mm-hmm. like fucking i was laughing at mannequins because mm-hmm. they were just there mm-hmm. because i you know oh i still have friends who are still trying to get me to try mushrooms but they want to do it i don't understand i don't understand this mm-hmm. part of this though because it always side. seems to happen they want to be in the woods when it happens yeah i'm like do you really I want that me, too do you really want me in the woods on mushrooms it could either be i mean i want to go to the woods on mushrooms. i can either be hot <laughs> here's what could happen i could either be willow of the wisp and just running around like a like a forest fairy having a fantastic time th- throughout the forest Petting bears, petting bears, (laughs) you know, playing with rabbits, that kind of thing. Or I could, I could easily turn into Jason, and y'all did. (laughs) Joel, where'd you come from? How'd you sneak up on us like that? Mm -hmm. Out of the water? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just coming on out of the water. You walking on water, Joel? Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Your machete. Yeah, exactly. How are you doing that, Joel? I don't know. <laughs> there is no God here. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's so. cool. I recommend. Mm-hmm. I I do recommend. It's mm-hmm. fun if you want like a whole mental mm-hmm. reset, and I mm-hmm. had that, and it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. I was scared, but it was it felt really good. Mm-hmm. I probably won't do it again for like another few years, mm-hmm. just because I don't want to like. Mm-hmm get used to it mm-hmm. I think I've, now that I'm a little older I would I, I don't want to look I'm already gonna put my I'm just gonna put my foot down here LSD is, and I are probably never gonna meet mm-hmm. but I might try mushrooms at least yeah. once like at least once like that. yeah because I, you know I like the idea of I, I don't know like my friend, yeah. I mean if you can look uh, if you find if I'm having a good time and I'm naked in the tree after doing mushrooms I'm I'm happy with it. I did uh, I did my first little paper. I did mm-hmm. only one paper, but it was like mm-hmm. nine in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did the the acid, mm-hmm. and then didn't go to sleep until like two thirty mm-hmm. at night because it's an upper, mm-hmm. and you're just like awake. And then mm-hmm. I usually like 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 listening to like uh, crime junkies or watching mm-hmm. scary movies. And I was like, girl, mm-hmm. if I watch this, my ass is dead. Yeah, exactly. I, I will thought, literally have a heart attack. I really thought about listening to a crime mm-hmm. junkies podcast mm-hmm. while I was cleaning, and I got so terrified. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, girl, like listen to something happy, mm-hmm. or just like just be in your own head. And I was just just chilling, girl, talking to myself. Girl, I freak out when I smoke weed and watch one of those things. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. My friend was in my mm-hmm. room and I was sewing and he was going through it. <laughs> like he's like, get it together, girl, get it together. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, oh my god, am I gonna get like that? Then I was like, no, mm-hmm. that's him. He's going through it. Everybody has their own experience. Yeah, and I was over here mm-hmm. being, I was just like being super quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody has their own experience, so it's like each experience is individual to that person. But like I said, I'm just, it, it's just for me, it's just a fear of. Am I gonna go to the light side or the dark side? Yeah, my friend is, I, I text my my friend, mm-hmm. I told my friends that I was on LSD. Then mm-hmm. they're like, "Follow the light." I was like, "What light?" Mm-hmm. Like I'm just vibing. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Drink water." I was like, mm-hmm. "I know," because I know that the the one time that and I know I've told this story a thousand times. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, literally a thousand times. But that one time, I accidentally took E on the dance floor at South Beach. <laughs> Uh, thinking it was gum or no I thought it was a breath mint that's what it was oh, I thought I'm it was screaming. a breath cause I'm dancing somebody pops pops it in my mouth my friend goes what the fuck dude you don't just put something in you I thought he was handing me a tic tac I thought he was just telling me that my breath was bad or something I didn't realize it was girl I, girl, I had a good time I don't really feel uh, I, I took, mm-hmm. I took, I've taken E before mm-hmm. I didn't really feel anything I oh, just, girl, it felt I, like an Adderall mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the music felt better my cousin stayed with me for several hours he goes you just you would not stop dancing all you even when music wasn't playing you were still I got you home I made sure you were hydrated and I sat on the couch and you just turned on music and you would not stop dancing until you collapsed you literally collapsed and I woke up the next day wondering why my muscles were my whole body ached because I she would have stopped dancing she would not and you know what I did it a few times yeah it's nice and honestly I love dancing dancing duh Mm -hmm. so love it so I'm not surprised I've never had like an e-trip though Mm -hmm. that's like Mm -hmm. I think that was my e-trip I just I loved it I think it. just I take mm-hmm. a lot of Adderall and mm-hmm. <laughs> it just felt like mm-hmm. an Adderall and I was like oh, okay yeah so for me it was it was all about the dance and I do and even to this day I still I turn on the music and I just dance around the house yeah yeah and when I'm when I'm feeling or when I'm cleaning up or what have you just get that music going 
Mm-hmm. Depends on, and you know, I can go, I can go old school, I can go modern. Doesn't really matter to me. I mean, I love music, period. So I don't, I can jump back and forth in time, so to speak, when it comes, when it comes to music. And some of the kids, y'all, some of the music is pretty damn good. <laughs> the new music, the new music is pretty damn good. It is. Uh, I love the fact that I have arguments with my my older kin about, oh my god, this music is so. Oh my god, it's so nasty and blah 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 blah. I'm like, let me remind you of when you were growing up and some of the music that you were listening to that you did not know what was going on, but now you should know what's going. On. <laughs> it was just as nasty back then. Is it? It doesn't uh, doesn't bother me in the least. But I hate when um, and it feels like it's been going on for gender. Now I understand as an older guy. Yeah. Uh, Going through the whole process of getting older and listening to as people get older, listen. Oh, the music is, music is not as good as it was in the old days. And blah, it used to be like about having fun and dancing and all this other stuff. I'm like, I grew up in the nineties. None of that music was fun. <laughs> that music was hard from rap all the way to grunge rock. It was hard and it was sometimes depressing and it was. It was exactly what he needed to hear at that time. Mm-hmm. So, and but also out of that, we house music was born, and house music stole my soul, girl. Yeah, house music was always good. <clears throat> house music just stole my I was soul. Like in high school, mm-hmm. listening, going on the Benny Benassi mm-hmm. website and listening to his live mm-hmm. streams. <laughs> that was the only site that wasn't blocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I South Beach and uh, Heaven dancing all night long, or Pacific Street when it was open. Um, the beautiful thing about Pacific Street was is that the dance floor wasn't super crowded because everybody was at the bar trying to get drugs. <laughs> it's closed now, but I can talk about it now. But back, yes, back in, all the drug dealers would, would be all around the bar, so everybody would be at the bar. They'd be getting more more stuff from the uh, drug the dealers than the they did from the bartenders. Screaming. The bartenders would get upset and tell them, "Y'all can't hang out at my bar." I remember a bartender telling one of the drug dealers. Y'all, no. You see my tip jar? No, there's no money in this because y'all taking all my, that money away from me. Get away from my bar. <clears throat> You're crowding up. My yeah, exactly. Space. You're crowded up my space. So, go in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> go to the bathroom. Exactly. Uh, go to the bathroom. I'm surprised that Houston doesn't have that. Mostly all the bars in Florida have bathroom attendants. Mm-hmm. So they have like perfume, like a little perfume section. There was beds, one gums. bar. I'm trying to remember. Was it Guava? I think it was Guava Lamp. Oh, I don't know. That had a bathroom bathroom attendant. I think they had... I think they... I don't recall JR's ever having one. No, no JR's never had one. But I think one of the bars here had one for a little bit. For a little bit. But I never understood the idea of a bathroom attendant. I don't want somebody standing there watching me pee and then trying to put perfume on me when I'm trying to leave. They make, like, tips. I remember they have, like... Yeah, because yeah. You, they guilt you into it. Because they stand in there looking sad... You look at them, they're like, oh, you look so sad. I'll, I'll take some gum, and here's $5. <laughs> I'm like, and then my friend's like, we just paid $5 to pee. <laughs> how, how much sense does that make? We get a little perfume spray mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. And they have all the nice ones, too. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I don't mean no harm, but it's, it was it was always poor. It was always black men over 60 who, who oh just looked like God. they did not want to be there at all they did not want to be there and I was like oh okay 
uh, I guess I'm paying for paying the pee. So it's and I always tip my bathroom attendants, but I'm like, no, you know what? Uh, that was San. No, that was Austin. That was Oil Can Harry's that had the mm-hmm. the bathroom attendant, which, like I said, once again, an old black man in the bathroom. And I don't mean no harm to old black men because now I'm an old black man, but still, <laughs> it was old black man. And I'm like, why do you, why do we need one? I mean, at least have a fire a queen in the bathroom to make it fun or. Something. A queen, just yes. a queen in there. Yes, exactly. But you know, I'll be like, give me a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the last thing I want, I want, but at the same time, the last thing I want is some queen uh, making fun of my size and then having to tell her, "Look, I'm a grower." <laughs> I know it doesn't look much right now, but later on, it's it's a lot. <laughs> don't look too close. Mm, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, I mean, when I go pee, I like. That's my pee time. I like to, you know, I'm focused on peeing. I never understood some of these queens that like to take a pee, take a quick, and some of them don't even take a pee. They just look, they just look dead at it. Right, two inches away. I'm like, girl. Girl, are you trying to take a sip? There's no water fountain. Uh -uh, No, this is not a water fountain. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. My eyes are up here, girl. Uh, it ha- happens a lot on the. Da- it used to happen a lot on the down low, especially with down low at being. Record. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. or the. Oh the- no! Not even at the gay bars. Like when I would go like to the airport. Oh, the airport. The bus station was the worst. The Galleria bathrooms. The Greyhound bus station was the worst. Oh, now yeah. I didn't. Now I wasn't going to. Um, I wasn't taking a ride. I just ran in because we had gone shopping downtown, and I needed to pee, so I just ran in there to use the bathroom. And there's two men on the side of me, and they both right there on my dick, and I'm like, God. Okay. <laughs> One's a security guard and the other one, I don't know what he, but I'm like, even the security guard is looking, looking at my little dick. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on now. Um, it was kind of exciting. I was young. It was exciting. You know, you young and all that attention is being paid to you and you're mm-hmm. like, mm, okay. Get ready for it. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Get ready for it. But <laughs> now it's like, you know, I, like I said, I'm a straight ahead, you know, we can talk, I don't we can we can talk about it afterwards, but I don't well, need. Not I, yeah, happening. I'm not really into watching a man pee. It's just it's just not my thing. <laughs> uh, my God, we talk. You know what, Charlotte? I have said this on every show, and you and I both know this. No matter how serious the subject that we talk about, yeah, we talk about dick. Nobody, no matter what we're talking about, it really we do just devolve to right down to talking about dick. <laughs> I even told Wendy, Wendy Taylor, and I had a, such a good time. Let me tell you something, Charlotte. Wendy Taylor and I, talk, the first time I talked to her on the phone, we talked for almost an hour, and all I wanted to do was find out what time she was going to come. That's all I wanted to do <laughs> when I talked to her. And we talked for an hour like we had known each other for years, mm-hmm. for years. And then when we did the show together, we had so much fun doing the show. I, you, half, of the, half of the time, I don't even know what we talked about. Uh. <clears throat> we talked about pride. We talked, oh, uh, we talked, oh, we talked about bottoming. We talked about bottoms because I feel like every year I need to say this at Pride Bottoms. Stop being ashamed of being the bottom. <clears throat> There's, you are, nothing wrong I mean, it takes a man to be able to... It takes a man to take it. Yeah, period. It's easy to... Being the top is the easiest job in the world. It really is. Bottoms, you, you, they don't... Under, none of y'all understand what it takes to keep that kitchen clean. <laughs> the work and effort bottoms into to make sure the tops 
get what they need. You, you that's why I praise bottoms more than tops. Because I, girl, I'm versatile. I've been there. I know. I know both back and back and front. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and we we just talked about so much stuff that that we girl we could have been there for four hours. Honestly, we we had to stop at two because they told me to stop at two. <laughs> <laughs> they told they now we gonna we gonna work something out for pride, but they told me to stop at two. <laughs> But, you know, she and I had such a good time and everything else. She was a wonderful guest host. Mm-hmm. She's probably one of the best guest hosts I had. No no offense, Julio. Uh. No no offense, Julio. Uh. Quit. Okay, he's uh. just, he, 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 he was close, close second. No, uh, almost tied. Almost tied. Mm-hmm. 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 So, you know, when Julio can't do the show, I'm going to call Wendy. <laughs> Because I mean, she is a hoot, and because she's so well known in the community and everything else, mm-hmm. it was it was a pleasure to have her on the show. But no, nobody, and absolutely nobody, can replace you, Charlotte. Nobody can replace you. The chaos, the, the chaos, the drama, the seeing Charlotte is chaos. Mm-hmm. That soft voice that it's kind of like it, your yeah, voice is operator. Yeah, it, <laughs> you kind of you could girl, you could have an ASMR thing going on just know, just right? from talking. Just from talking, you could literally ease people's spirits. Mm. Just from having a... And you could literally just be talking about ordering something from Starbucks. (laughs) Today we're going to be ordering a large matcha tea latte. Mm -hmm. See, I feel feel comforted already. Almond Mm -hmm. milk. Mm -hmm. Extra sweet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, you've always complimented me because, you know, I'm this big, boisterous, Mm -hmm. loud voice to your, hey, it's going to be okay. Joel, calm down. <laughs> you having too much of a good time over there. <laughs> no more cocktails for you. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So, oh, uh, friendly reminder. Julio, don't bring no whiskey over here no more when we do a <laughs> We can have whiskey afterwards. Don't bring no whiskey while we're doing this show. <laughs> it was like that one time where you fell asleep at the microphone. Yes, girl. I fell asleep at my, you know, my gaming chair is so comfortable. It is so comfortable. You fell asleep on the chair. And I fell asleep right in that chair. We had such a good time, though. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. We had a, and I listened, to, I went back and listened to that episode, and I'm like, oh my God. We were all giggling and laughing and just having such a good time. And I, I can tell me, you, mm-hmm. Jacob, and Jacob's friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that was horrific. Oh my god, that was horrific. I think that was one of our first episodes. Yeah, I think it was like our first guest. It was it was our first guest. That girl, that was horrific. Afterwards, oh my god, Jesus Christ! I don't want to get too much into. I really wish I could tell the entire story, but I don't want people to. I mean. The two people who were here, I don't want them to... Well, Jacob, <laughs> he's already been on the show, so he doesn't have a problem with it, but the other person might have a problem with it, so I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't need him coming down and, you know... Yelling at us. Yelling at us. Especially yelling at... Well, mostly yelling at me, because I get the full brunt of whatever whatever happens with the show. is like, oh, well, Joel did it. And I'm like, oh, you know, I got a co-host. Can he get half of <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I, I got the full brunt of it, but I didn't mind, and we were having fun. But and that was one of the first episodes that we did together, and 
even though it, the show was good, but at the, it's the after show. After, it's the after part that was a complete disaster. Yeah. Oh my god, that was a complete disaster. So lessons were learned. Yeah, lessons were learned. <laughs> lessons were learned. Uh, when we that episode we did where we re, you were the ep, the many episodes we've done where you've had to put on makeup <laughs> before you had to run out the door and do a show that night when you were doing all your shows at uh, Ripcord. Which was which was fun. Mm-hmm. Still have lots of pictures of those and all that other stuff. We had we've had it's been an incredible year, mm-hmm. yeah. and you have really you got me out of my shell. You, I think I'm not going to say you turned me into an entertainer. I think you turned me into someone more confident behind the mic mm-hmm. than ever before. Because you met like a bunch of people. You met Julio. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. met buddies. All mm-hmm. these other people. That exactly all all through you. Mm-hmm. So everything happened. Everything happened through you. You're like Jesus. Everything happens through through Jesus Christ. Everything happens between Charlotte shotguns. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. Not between. Everything happens through Charlotte shotgun. <laughs> so yeah. So I've I've gotten the ride with you on that same ride because you were also meeting people in the community and everything yeah. else, trying to establish yourself. So I kind of piggyback piggybacked off of that and that's been very thrilling and it's helped me personally uh, because like I said when we talked the first time we talked I told you I was going to quit the show mm-hmm. over the summer because I was pretty much done and I had no co-host and I had no confidence behind the mic by, by myself mm-hmm. and uh, when we when we first hooked up and I asked you the first time we did the, the, the first interview we did uh, when I interviewed you and you know the most fascinating thing was the fact that you and your your boyfriend at the time decided to just get a trailer and just go cross country. Mm-hmm. And you were doing shows. You would stop in at a bar and say, "Hey, I need to do a sh- can I do a show?" and blah 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 blah. And you, you one part, all your costumes and all this stuff. You know, I started thinking about AJ and the Queen when you yeah. were telling me that story. Although your story is much more fascinating than AJ the Queen was. <laughs> no prop, no, we no offense. Glamorous. We didn't have a glamorous. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no offense, RuPaul, yeah. but. She literally was living like a queen mm-hmm. in her thing. Mm-hmm. I was living like a hillbilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like doing my makeup mm-hmm. in the front of a car mm-hmm. in the middle of Kentucky mm-hmm. <laughs> on the way to the gig. Mm-hmm. But you showed how scrappy you, you were and how you were. You, you know. Uh, I think honestly, a lot of people don't seem to understand this. When you watch uh, RuPaul's Drag Race now, um, when you think about how much money they spent on the on the costumes yeah. and makeup and and you know tens of thousands of you know the last the last season episode, uh, most of the girls spent over a hundred and fifty thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, I've been watching the budgets for yes. the on their on their season finale, on their season finale outfits, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Which on the first show, most of these girls didn't even spend a thousand dollars. Yep, yep. So you, you you can tell how far they've come, but at the same time, it's got to the point where these oh, girls Paul doesn't want to see no more H and M. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, by the way, RuPaul uh, needs to remember that. She started with H and M. Most of these so, girls yeah. started with H and M, and I understand that you want the show to grow and evolve. But I miss the the queens that made their own stuff, yeah, and turned it into fashion. 
instead of going out to designers and yep, getting everything designed, getting everything designed for them, and these same bitches come on and don't know how to sew. Why do you bother? I don't even know why she bothers to have sewing challenges anymore. I think that's one thing that. Let's be honest here. I think it's just like a design Mm -hmm. challenge, Mm -hmm. just to see how versatile the queen Mm -hmm. is. Did you watch All Stars? I am currently watching uh, a little bit of All Stars here and there. Yeah, with Uh, with Jiggly. mm -hmm. What? Oh, the chicken eyes. Girl, it's fine. I'm drinking Starbucks. (laughs) Okay. You know, I'm I, I'm gay. I'm drinking my iced coffee. Let me let me. Can I drink my iced coffee? <laughs> I guess. Mm. It'll be all right. Everybody, girl, they've heard us clink glasses on here. They've heard me pour shots on here. A little <clears throat> little iced coffee ain't gonna kill nobody. <laughs> I think one episode they might have heard us smoking weed on here one th- one time. You weren't here for that episode, girl. You should have been. That was fun. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't remember. I'm gonna have to go back and look. <laughs> I don't remember. I think it was just I. I think it was just me and Chris. Maybe yeah. Yeah, I think it was just me and me and uh, me and uh, Spunkmeyer Brown. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just me and Spunkmeyer Brown. He's an easier name, mm-hmm. like an easier alias. Mm-hmm. He, he does need an easier Is alias. Smith, Joe Smith, mm-hmm. or just Spunky. I, I, yeah, yeah, something. He's already talking about changing it anyway, but um, uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was spunky, yeah. And Spunky and I had a good time. We don't know even know what the hell we talked about. That's why this is one hot mess of a podcast because you don't know what we're going to talk. <laughs> we don't know what we're, we're going to talk about. And nothing. Yeah, exactly. We're only organized on the outside, but we get on the mics. You know, we we have fun. We we really do. And yes, we we do try to talk about. Serious stuff sometimes, but you know we we try to keep it light and airy. Yeah, absolutely. And try to have a good time, and you know remind people that you know Houston gay scene is fun. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much about the Houston gay scene now. It's ridiculous. And like madness. I said, it is madness. It's it man. Really is. It is madness. And let me and you know being able to t- I you know. Me being out till three, four in the morning, like I used to do in the old days, I'm like, I would never think that I would be back out of here at three, four in the morning, especially after doing a buddy show. And it, it just brought back old memories. Mm-hmm. But it also, but girl, I was tired. <laughs> we were all tired. We were all tired. I mean, it's just that one where my fucking, I had a, mm-hmm. we went, what did I, um, after I went to the, the river and I was mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and then the other time, my roommate, my roommate, fully got jumped. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't You're- think we've had one regular buddy show where nothing crazy. <laughs> something always happens. Yeah, something always seems to happen. But like I said, we 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 have we have a good time on this show, and mm-hmm. I've had a I've had a great year with you. Mm-hmm. I've, had a, I've had a great year with you and a great time, and. We have, and I have met a lot of people, like I said, through you. Mm. And now, you know, I feel more confident with with what's going to be happening next season for the show. Yeah. And I can't wait to have you back on every now and then. And, uh, you know, and to keep in touch. Absolutely. You know, we had our first Thanksgiving together, which was so cute. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. And, girl, I worked hard in that kitchen that yeah. day. I worked hard in that. And you know, honestly, that was all impromptu. 
because I had said that I was just going to make a, I was just going to order something real quick and then just watch a little TV and call it a day. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to call Charlotte, have her come in, and I'm just, and I cooked everything from YouTube, by the way. <laughs> I got out my YouTube videos. I got everything prepped and ready. And, girl, mm, I, I have to say. You did a job. I, I cooked my ass off. <clears throat> I cooked, my potato salad was amazing. My dressing was out of this world. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I made some modifications to that dressing, by the way. But that dressing was out of the wor- out of this world. My turkey did not come out dry. You know, I've learned a lesson. You know, my stepmother, God love her. Her turkeys come out dry every year. <laughs> every year, no matter how hard she tries, it's just, just dry. It's like, oh, please pass that gravy. Please pass the gravy. But one little trick that she did not realize, and I told her this year, I told her, put some aluminum foil on top, and you need to let it rest. Because she would just cut right into the turkey as soon as it come out of the oven. She never let it rest. That was one little thing. Changed her whole turkey game. Oh, wow. Changed. You have to let it rest for at least 35 minutes to an hour so that the juices get back up. And look, I'm doing a cooking show now. Huh? <laughs> you have to let it rest for an hour so the juices can flow back up into the into the meat. Yeah. And yes, girl, I cooked my ass off. Nothing was dry in this house. <laughs> Not even us. <laughs> we watched Legendary. I'd watch Legendary for the first time because she's like, "Girl, you got to watch this." And we had a good time. I just finished the second season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I have not finished the second season yet. I started binge, and I I just binge watched it mm-hmm. um, yesterday. So I saved certain things for binging. So I'm kind of saving that for a little because you know I run out of stuff to watch sometimes. So now I'm trying to cut back on the binging. Uh, I binge. I was binging way too much. I watched the new mm-hmm. iCarly too. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. No. Lacey Mosley's in there. She's a funny actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go back to old Nickelodeon. I'm not ready for. I, I feel like. I mean, it's, they curse and stuff there. So mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's an adult version. Yeah, it's an of, adult version. Kind of. Uh, you know, they were going to do an adult version of Lizzie McGuire. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They were talking about it, but they never did it. We ended up with Younger, which was a better show for her, by the way. So that's actually a pretty good show that I watched it. Younger? Mm-hmm. So I would recommend watching that. That's a really good show. But they were going to do an adult version of Lizzie McGuire, but, you know, Disney. Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, iCarly was good. Like, mm-hmm. They have, like, a, they have good actors. And the first episode, they're like, bitch. No, I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, they're allowed to say that? Mm-hmm. But then they think they're like, we're all grown up, you so know, I'm, I could say anything. didn't think they would allow... Uh, now that they have the MCU shows, I didn't think they were going to allow cursing on on Disney Channel when it comes to the MCU shows. But they do do a do, light, light yeah. cursing, yeah, light cursing. It's still for adults, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I did not appreciate the fact that uh, uh, Love Simon, which was supposed to be on Disney Channel, got moved to Hulu because Disney still has a problem with LGBTQ representation. They'll bait us by saying that, hey, this character is gay, but then they don't let the character do anything. That's so we did. We already went down that road with Beauty and the Beast. Do you see Luca? Uh, I have not seen Luca yet. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not really gay. It just mm-hmm. reminds of, like, two kids being friends mm-hmm. at a young age. Yeah, but from everything I read, I mean, it's so... Um, it's a really good It's movie. so much queer coding in that. It's, it's, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it's super it's trans. Like, it's like kids. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, when you're friends with someone young, you're like super touchy with them. Mm-hmm. Like if they're your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's but all, ki- all kids are like that. Though. Yeah. Well, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. That's mm-hmm. what I got from it. Yeah. All kids are a little experimental when it yeah. comes to their bodies and yeah. all this other stuff. You know, I played house. Um, I always wanted to be the wife, of course, but I played. <laughs> I played house. I was trying to figure out the difference between why my PP didn't look like her PP. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're young and you're taking a bath together, and I don't have any, uh, I didn't have any sisters, but I had a neighbor who used to, my, my mother used to babysit, and we were best friends. And I used to play with her bar, Barbies, and my dad would get so mad. But he never 100% stopped me, but he would get so mad. Um, and we, t- we would bathe together and everything else, and it was no big deal at the time. But I, yes, but I did notice that we were different. I mean, not the fact that she was also white, but the fact that, you know, uh. we were we were different. And I asked mommy, and she said, well, she's a girl, and you're a boy, and that's, you know, that's why you're different. And I'm like, oh, okay, and that was it. That was my, I think, last interest in a girl. <laughs> that should have been a sort of me, me knowing that maybe something was a little bit off. Yeah. About, I mean, it was six when I found out there was a, there was definitely something off <clears throat> uh, when it came to my sexuality. Although I didn't know what the word was at the time, but still, you know, you you understand and you just do these things. You know what? I'm gonna. This girl has to go to work at three. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and end the show here and just, you know, uh, Julio's going to post some pictures later online, but uh, I just I just want to say that, like I said, I, uh, I got a little emotional at the beginning. I've been a little emotional for the last couple of days because I'm like, oh, she's leaving me. I didn't expect her to leave me for at least another 10 years. Uh, <laughs> not 10 years. I would be going to your wedding in in Seattle, but now you're now that your boyfriend's moving down here. I don't. Oh, good lord! Destination weddings. I don't have to do a this. Thank God, I don't have to do a destination wedding if you and your boyfriend ever get married. I think if we have a, uh, I think we're gonna have a regular wedding in Florida than our gay wedding here. Mm-hmm. If we do get married. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know what? I can't wait to see what your wedding's gonna be like. I bet it's yeah. gonna be all over. It's gonna place. be like our gay wedding's gonna be super goth. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's, I didn't want to say it. But it's gonna be. I know it's talked about mm-hmm, it already. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be super, super scary, but super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I cannot wait. Yeah. I don't want to spell mm-hmm. anything, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be sickening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm one of the bridesmaids. Yes. <laughs> that that's all. I just want the. I just want the the bridesmaid and the party that goes with it. Oh my you God. know what I think? I think we should get like a bunch of gays together mm-hmm. and then go hit a straight bar. And then act a fool at a straight bar like like straight women do at a gay bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I think we would probably still we would probably get kicked out or late or something. I was just thinking about like mm-hmm. renting the upstairs for a little cocktail hour, mm-hmm. just well, you, bar hopping. You want to make it sedity? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I want to have like an, uh, like mm-hmm. a whole wedding mm-hmm. thing, and then like mm-hmm. I don't know how clo- how late venues open, mm-hmm. but see if they'll let me like rent the top of Eagle, mm-hmm. have a little cocktail hour, then just like disperse afterwards. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Just go bar hopping. Yeah, that would be cute. You know, they had a wedding upstairs at Eagle when I worked there. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, it was one of the old door guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He got married. A year later, they got divorced. It was literally a shotgun wedding. Like they met one week, and by the end of that mm-hmm. month, they're like we're getting married. Were they straight? Life gay. 
How is the shotgun wedding with the game? So Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a whole wedding upstairs. Was like I'm having Annalie efficient. We called her, but she's talking to Ann. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sick thing. Who got pregnant that they had to have a shotgun? <laughs> oh, they just said it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two days they got hitched, like, mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was fixing to say, are they. Did one of them nurse an STD or something that they had to get married? Or? I used to be my roommate. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And then when they got married, they became like toxic with each other and toxic with their friends. Mm-hmm. Girl, hi, so, girl, bye. This is this is why they I keep. Just, they met that week mm-hmm. at the end of the month. They told everybody they were getting married. Oh no! Uh uh-uh. uh, you don't get married after. <laughs> we all told them. Oh lord! Them. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't get to know each other first. Mm-hmm. By the end of that year, they became so toxic with each other. Mm-hmm. They eventually divorced each other. Mm-hmm. All that. You know that. You know what? You know what the problem was. They should have. They should have gone to um, lesbians for advice. Because if you're gonna get married after a week, lesbians, lesbians who've been married for who got married after a week, they've been together for 20, 30 years. <laughs> She's. We, I know. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. I'm sorry. I, I can easily just turn this into a funny story, but still. So we gotta get Charlotte out of here. Charlotte, uh, hurry up and get on out of that chair because Julio's getting in that chair. You just. Mm, I don't need you no more, girl. Oh. I, I, I don't need you no more. This. I replace you. <laughs> I replace you with a better model. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's sitting there going, "Damn, is she talking like, to me like?" That? I'm just girl. You girl, you've known me for a year. You know, I'm I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just doing it with love. You know, I'm doing it with love, and I'm just trying to build up his ego because you know you still was you still you still the best girl. <laughs> See now we're now we're even. <laughs> All right, we're gonna say bye. Everybody say bye. Bye. The show is sponsored by Tubi's Woodworking. Tubi gives you wood. Also brought to you by Bitch Boy Undies. Get you a pair or else. You can follow the show on most social media at That Little Gay Talk Show. Check out the website, thatlilgaytalk.com. Music and vocals by Jamie D of Diamond Cut Entertainment.